0: This episode is brought to you by our album and single-release social media game plan. This 30-day plan gives you the roadmap to build an effective social media strategy around your music and all of the assets to complete the plan.
1: Welcome to the Wander Creative Podcast, your guide to digital marketing.
2: We'll be talking about everything from organic social media to paid advertising, as well as many other topics.
0: So join us as we journey through the ever-changing world of digital marketing.
1: Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Wander Creative Podcast. I am your host, Matt Hadley, joined with Dan and Monica from the Wander Creative team.
0: Hey, hey. hey. hey.
1: Yes. Hello. Um, And we are excited to um, continue this journey through the digital marketing world with you. Uh, Today, we are going to be talking all about social media and social media management. Today, we're talking all about social media, organic social media, social media management, all of the intricacies of that. We're going to talk very high level Uh, Future episodes, we're gonna get way more detailed and talk more strategy, tactics, all of that. Um, And obviously we know that if you're listening to this, you're savvy enough to know what a podcast is. So we know that you know what uh, social media is as well. However, we just wanna talk broadly about social media management and making sure that, um, you know, you're tending to your feed and engaging your feed well. Uh, So Monica, I'm going to jump right in and I want you just to talk a little bit of what are some of the most important social media apps and how do we know which ones to be on for your brand? Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah, I think it's really important to kind of look at what's trending as well as what your audience is going to respond to when it comes to what social media apps you can be on. I think that it is tempting to think assume that you should just jump on every single social media platform you can, which, I mean, sure, if you're able to devote the amount of time to build those platforms well, go ahead. But I think, you know, it's not necessarily always beneficial to be on every single app. So I would say just generally speaking, the ones that kind of never fail would be like, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, maybe I even kind of have some thoughts about that one. But also like TikTok, because video is kind of becoming such a huge thing now. Um, YouTube, all those ones I think are great. Um, But I think ones that are definitely trending, especially in 2021 would be like TikTok and Instagram, as it's been coming out with so many new features and focuses. Um, Those are two really great ones to be on. But yeah, it really has to do with you kind of have to look at your audience when you're trying to determine which platforms you should be on. Like, I would assume that if you are trying to target an audience of elderly women, you might not go straight to TikTok. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I think
0: that's a very niche group in yeah.
2: TikTok. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm sure. I'm sure there is a group out there, but I, I would love say my
1: grandmother. But I don't think I see yeah, her on TikTok. More power to you. Yeah. More, more power to you. Yeah. Exactly.
2: So. I do think it's about understanding your audience and don't just assume that you have to be on every single social media app in order to grow well and to reach a good audience.
1: I like what you just mentioned there because there are so many apps right now. You know, there's obviously the big ones like you talked about. There's Facebook, there's Instagram, there's uh, TikTok, there's Twitter as well. Those are kind of the big ones that everyone thinks of. but. Um, YouTube, I would throw in that same category, Mm -hmm. but we're now also starting to see things like Clubhouse and um, even a lot lot of businesses, uh, especially a lot of lifestyle brands or boutiques um, or going into Pinterest and different things like that. So there are so many just things to, to be thinking through and it it can be really overwhelming. Mm -hmm. You know, I've kind of heard it said from a couple of different people how and we talked a little bit about it but when is that moment to know um when they needed to jump on a bandwagon for instance a, a lot of our artists uh musicians that that we manage they're just now starting to get onto the tick tock trend mm-hmm. um which you know tiktok tock's been very relevant and viable for a while now um but I, I kind of have heard it said a lot of people were like Well, we got onto the Google Plus trend and that kind of fizzled out. Like when when does it become less of a trend and more of a viable platform to be on?
2: Yeah, that's a good question. And I think that's something that you can kind of start to see. I mean, I feel like with TikTok when it first came out, I remember thinking like, oh, this is just like, because I think it used to be like musically or something like that. Mm -hmm. And I remember thinking this isn't really going to take off. But I think that's kind of one of those things where you see people start to talk about it and you see it kind of trickle over into other platforms. Like I remember I would see some TikToks on Facebook Mm -hmm. and stuff. And I was like, oh, maybe people are actually using this. And so I don't think necessarily like you have to be the trendsetter and be like, I'm going to make this like this is the app that we're going to get on. Like I think for people starting out and trying to kind of grow their audiences, you can kind of gauge like, oh, it looks like people are using this more and it looks like it's kind of becoming a big thing like maybe we should think about getting on this platform and seeing if it's something that makes sense for us I wouldn't suggest hopping on to a trend so to speak like just because it's trending if it's something that your brand it fits into your brand then sure go for it but I wouldn't suggest just getting on something and making like kind of Content that's not really your best just for the sake of being on the app. So that answer the question
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. And you know, we When I was just listing them off a few minutes ago, you know, I listed almost a dozen different apps and It's so easy. You know, I I feel like I'm active on Really Instagram sometimes Facebook and that's about it and even that sucks so much time Mm -hmm. If we're talking as a brand and as a business on, I know you just said, don't be thinking about being on all of the apps, but even just half of those apps and and coming up with a strategy, I've got to be thinking, well, how much time should I actually be putting to this? I mean, it seems like quite an investment I would imagine.
2: Right. And I guess this is biased considering my job is doing (laughs) social media, but obviously social media is so important. I think, I think we're kind of getting out of the phase where people kind of sleep on social media management. Like I think in recent years, people will be like, that's not really a job. Like you post pictures for a living. Okay, cool. But (laughs) now like it's such a great way to market yourself and to get more people to notice your brand. Like it's, it really is so important. And in terms of like how much time you should spend, I would say, you know, there's not Necessarily, like, I can't give you, like, oh, you should spend 40 hours a week doing so. Like, that's kind of hard to say, but I will say that, like, the amount of time you put into your social media strategy is probably what you're going to get out of it. Like, if you're making the time to create quality content, target your ideal audience, and you know, write copy and send messages that are going to engage them and speak to them, like, you'll probably get more out of it than if you're just getting on for 10 minutes a day and posting something just to have something up. Like, I think I can especially see it because I do this every day. So, like, I feel like I have a good eye for knowing, like, uh, I could tell they didn't have a lot to, like, talk about that day, (laughs) you know? Like, they just had to get a post up. But, like, I think people can feel when something is not authentic. And typically, if you're just rushing through something, it's probably not going to be super authentic and engaging so I would say you know whatever amount of time you need to put in in order to have quality content that's going to reach your target audience that's the amount of time you should put into it and you shouldn't underestimate the power of putting time into your social media because it really is super beneficial
0: plus I mean you have all those old women on tiktok that are spending <laughs> exactly.
2: time on there so you got to reach those women yeah, on exactly. TikTok. those few women <laughs>
1: Uh, So one of the questions I feel like as an agency, we get asked a lot and I imagine a a question that a lot of people listening to this are are probably thinking to themselves as well. How, how do you grow social media? How do you grow those numbers?
2: That is the question, (laughs) isn't it? I feel like half the time, I don't even know, but
1: numbers, just grow them. Just
2: grow them. Just simply post and you'll get followers. (laughs) (laughs) That's how it works. No. um, Unfortunately, I wish there was just like a secret, just like something that was quick. Like you do this, you'll get the engagement and the following that you want. Unfortunately, it doesn't necessarily work that way, but you know, things that do work are just knowing your brand. It it, it all has to do with like starting internally, I feel like. So like knowing your brand, what you, what your goal is, this is something Dan kind of touched on in our last episode, but like knowing your audience, what they want, what they're looking for, knowing your own brand, like what are you trying to do with your social media? Are you trying to get people to buy something? Are you trying to build a following so that people will listen to your music? Just whatever the case may be, it's kind of, it has to start within because if you're literally just aimlessly posting on social media with not really a goal in sight, for one, you're not really going to know how to track your success because you don't even really know what the end goal is. But I also don't think you'll be able to grow a good, engaged, trusted following from that. So honestly, I would say being consistent so that your audience can get familiar with you as a brand. I feel like the people that I follow that I feel the most connected to are the ones that are on stories all the time, like Mm -hmm. taking us through their day or like doing really interactive things or posting things that actually like, matter to me Mm -hmm. like they know how to reach you with things that are relevant to your life and things that you connect with so I think it has a lot to do with just knowing who you are as a brand knowing who you're trying to reach and then being consistent and authentic with your posting so nothing Mm -hmm. I never want to post something that just feels meaningless like if I don't have a message for what I'm about to post I'm just going to throw the whole post away and just not post that day because it doesn't Mm -hmm. It's not going to do anything anyway. You know what I mean? So just I honestly wouldn't waste the time. So
0: Well, tell me me if I'm wrong here, but something I've seen a lot on social media that, um, I mean, seems to work. Tell me if I'm wrong. Uh, But like sweepstakes and contests, like that's kind of cool, like tag people below to be entered. And I've seen... Um, even like shareability Mm -hmm. on stories. Like, is this something that people are going to want to share with other people, Yeah, post on their stories, your post, be like, oh my gosh, check the caption.
2: Yeah, Um, that's like like another thing to think about is like different Mm -hmm. ways of engaging. I think a lot of people think that like engagement is in likes, which Mm. it's definitely not anymore. Like on Instagram especially, it's like saves and shares and comments. Mm -hmm. Like likes literally hardly matter anymore. And so however you're able to kind of trying to think of the right word, but to maximize like, (laughs) to maximize like your engagement. So that could be like hosting some type of giveaway where people share something on their stories or tag a friend to do whatever. I don't know what you're trying to give away, but, um, yeah. So things like that are really beneficial. And I'm always like, anytime I see a giveaway, I'm like, Oh my gosh, like I'll go follow all the accounts. It wants me to follow. (laughs) Like I'll share it on my story. Yeah, exactly. Like things that are easy for people to do. And if it offers them something of value, especially like knowing your target audience, you'll know what to give away that will like reach that audience. So yeah, that type of stuff is really,
0: we know how not to grow an audience. Exactly. Buying bots.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not the way. Exactly. To them. Yeah, that's that would definitely be in my list of don'ts for social media. <laughs> There's so many spammy, like sketchy things that I've seen people try to do to grow their social media, and it's just like it's the worst. For one, it's obvious at this mm-hmm. point. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. it's so easy to just go to somebody's page and be like. <laughs> wow, they have a million followers, but they're getting a hundred likes on a yeah. photo. Like yeah. something something's not <laughs> adding up. Yeah.
0: So well, I mean, kind of going into what you just said then, you know, that would be your in your don'ts. Um right. if I may, what what are some of the do's and don'ts of social media, you know, that you would have?
2: Yeah. Yeah, um, well, I guess since I did start with the don'ts, that's... Yeah, let's
0: continue with the don'ts. Yeah,
2: okay. I guess that's pretty much everything for the don'ts. Do not buy my, my biggest don't is just like, don't be sketchy don't on be social sketchy. media. That's, that's like I also just, think that's
1: a good life motto yeah, as well. Just yeah, don't just, be sketchy.
2: And if you take yeah. anything away from this podcast... I mean, next just, episode, if we do, you
0: know, dig into business management with Matt Hadley, don't be sketchy.
2: Exactly, just don't be sketchy. <laughs> yeah. Like, anything that feels gimmicky or like you're taking the easy way out it's probably just not going to work out for you in the long run. Like Mm -hmm. it just doesn't. And so I would say like my biggest tips of things that you should do for your socials is be consistent. Like I mentioned, you know, people want to feel like they know you. Like, I mean, that's kind of the whole point of social media is that you're able to connect with people. I think sometimes we've kind of lost the point of that and have gotten caught up in like, Oh, does this picture look good? Or like, you know, whatever. But I think when it comes to your brand, like if you're consistently providing them with, you know, informational things that are going to provide them value, maybe some inspirational stuff that will motivate them, um, personality type stuff. Like people love to see your personality. So like knowing your brand's personality and sharing that, like, I feel like a lot of times people think they have to keep it like strictly business. Like we can't, you know, we can't be funny on like our stories. Like we have (laughs) to keep it like strictly just business related. But I feel like lately, I feel like we've been doing a better job about this too, is like showing more of our personalities on our own socials. And I really feel like that's translated Uh better with Uh our audiences because people want to feel like they can relate to you, even if you're a business, even Uh if it's something that like, you're just selling a product that they can buy. I think it's still beneficial to show them like, we're also real people. So that's something yeah. that I would highly suggest. Also, just I feel like my biggest tip is just being authentic. Like, I know I feel like a broken record at this point, but just getting on social media for the sake of being on whatever's trending is not going to help you grow. And I feel like it's something people like people can see through even if they don't really realize it. But I think that kind of plays out when they feel don't feel connected to your brand because you're not really giving them anything that they can take away. Like you're not giving them anything they can relate to. You're just sharing a post and that's kind of what it is. I think if you genuinely believe in your brand and what you're trying to offer and you know who you're going after, then the rest should kind of come a little bit easier to you in terms of knowing what types of content to post and knowing what you want to say to those people so that they will feel connected to you and that they will want to engage. So mm-hmm. obviously it's not really plausible that you would gain a bunch of followers in like a quick period of time, unless you went viral on TikTok or something, which is possible these mm-hmm. days. But I think just a general you know, rule of thumb, something to think about is that it does take time. And so consistency and authenticity are probably the biggest things to think about in terms of social media.
1: I love that consistency and authenticity. Um, You know, both of those are are so huge in in just carrying on a relationship in in life. And I feel like, you know, social media and the digital world is exactly that carrying on a relationship, but in a digital format in a digital environment. Um, So I love that you said that. So one of the questions that I feel like we get asked quite a bit um, when talking to different clients or just giving uh, advice is, is organic, especially if you have a, if you're not a personal brand, but if you're an actual business or um, if you have your account set up as a business account or a creator account is organic social media dead is, is everything now you have to pay to play. So, you know, you always see the, we even talked about in the last episode uh, about boosting different posts. When, first off, I guess this is a multifaceted question. First, is organic dead? Do you have to boost to see traction? And if organic isn't dead, when do you know when to boost versus when to lean in organic?
2: I really hope organic isn't dead because I'm out of a job. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is not.
1: There's no way.
2: I okay. I think this is this is a good question for me and Dan yeah. to both answer. But I feel like we're like battling. Can, this yeah, is I'm like, like okay. My job versus your job. I know it's we're like throw, we're about to throw hands organic. right now. We're yeah. squaring up. I I feel like organic and paid will always kind of go hand in hand. Um, and Dan can kind of speak more to like boosting and all that stuff, but I would say, you know, a general thing to think about, which is something that we kind of talked about in our last episode is boosting on Instagram, you know, like an organic post could be a good way to kind of get a feel for the paid advertising world. If that's something that you're trying to look into for your brand. But I do think there's so much value in, organic social media because it feels a little bit more personal, a little bit more connected. Um,
0: yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I, I, w- I would also say that, like, I don't think organic's dead, and I don't even think you necessarily have to pay to play, but I think that as we're seeing changes in iOS, I think as we're seeing changes in social media, um, you have to be smarter if you're playing organic. Like, you have to be so much more strategic with – the way you're going after your audience and you know what's interesting is it seems like shareability it seems kind of peaceful at times but really in my mind in the marketing world it's kind of guerrilla it's kind of um it's really competitive because you're going after a lot of people that are that have very unique strategies to Mm. organically reach their audience Mm. so I think that you know if you pay to play I think it's kind of like getting that um that extra little boost, like that little head start to, to reach the people. Like, hey, I'm going to make sure this gets in front of people mm-hmm. and I can pay to get that done. Um, but I also think it's really important to be utilizing your organic in a way that's so strategic and smart that it's mm-hmm. still, you know, free, yeah. free to the so brand. So I think they're
2: not necessarily in competition with each other. They complement each other. They really do. So.
0: And you just – I think it's, it's hard uh, because when to boost in – when to be doing organic? It's a really tough question. I think it depends on, again, what we talked about last episode. What's your ask? Um, I mean, I would not say if it's a picture of you holding a Starbucks cup that you boost. <laughs> you exactly, know, but it's, yeah. like, it's like what you said, Monica. If it's like, you what's have, the like, point of the I post? was going
2: to say, if you have a point, yep. then sure.
0: And if yeah. if it's to promote something, if it is with an ask in mind, or I would really like to guide the audience somewhere, maybe a. that's when you either pay or... Um, organic art, right, what's well a unique strategy we can get to get people to share this okay. shareability mm-hmm. like we talked about? Is it a contest? Is it whatever that looks like organically? But yeah, I mean they both, like you said Monica, are big players in that and I think, I don't think they ever won't be. But I, I but something to note very briefly is that in the pay category of the pay to play uh, you're we are seeing now that you have to pay more to reach the people huh. that you want to reach. So if you are going the pay route, we're seeing that just because of how many advertisers are getting in, the way that you know social media is restricting advertising, all of it is getting more expensive to reach people. Um, so maybe it, for that reason alone, it's worth it to get strategic in how you organically reach.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Because it's costing more to reach them via paid. Yeah. So
1: we're filming this episode in the summer of 2021 late summer Um, this will probably be airing um, early fall of 2021 and within just the past few weeks the the ceo of instagram came out and said instagram is moving from a a photo-based sharing platform to a video-based sharing platform and so I guess my question with that in mind and, and just with how fast all of these platforms are evolving and morphing, we already even just talked about some of the new players on the block with TikTok and, and even Clubhouse coming up and some of these other things that that we're hearing about. What type of content do we as content creators and the listener as a content creator and a brand need to be aware of and be considering when they are posting.
2: Yeah. Um, Honestly, it is probably in the best interest of everyone on social media who's trying to grow to be looking at the trends and to be looking at the things that are changing, what new features are coming. I know for me, like in the past, I would get an update about something Instagram was doing. And I'd be like, I'm not going to do that because I don't want to. And then, you know, engagement kind of suffers because Instagram makes the rules in that sense. So I think it is valuable to do your research, which really sometimes just feels like scrolling through social media, just Mm. to see like, what is trendy, what people are doing and incorporating into their strategies to kind of build your own off of that. And I think that's where having a social media strategist or some type of like roadmap would be beneficial because it can be hard to keep up with like all the different things that are trending on social media and it can be hard to think like, okay, how are we going to like, now that videos are a thing on Instagram. How are we going to incorporate that into our social strategy and how are we going to make videos that are valuable for our target audience based on our brand and like what we do. So I think definitely like you have to know what's trending and also you have to same thing that I've said a thousand times is know what is going to be genuine for your brand. Mm -hmm. So it really is a lot of strategy that goes into it and it's not the hardest thing in the world, but it's more challenging I think than people really realize. So it does take a lot of, you know, Critical thinking and strategizing, like what is the best way to still reach our audience while keeping up with all the changing elements of social media. So
0: yeah, and I think as a photographer, it stinks. Yeah, <laughs> when he made that announcement, like moving away from photos, I was like, that's the reason I'm on it. I know, you know? it's interesting
2: though. I mean, I do agree. I don't, I don't love the whole, yeah. you know. But I guess we have to be adaptable. Well,
1: and I think that. <laughs> but. I
2: I feel like with reels and everything, I've seen so many, the most reels I've seen are from photographers and like they've already found like such a cool way to utilize reels to point people back to their brand where you can still see their photos. So it's kind of like, if you look at the bright side, it's kind Hmm. of a cool way to reach new, new people. Because I mean, reels now is kind of like TikTok in a way where you have the opportunity to reach like a wide group of people if you land on like a trending page or something like that. So I do think there are pros and cons, but
0: well, and something I was just talking to a band about um, a few friends of mine who are in a band, they were talking about TikTok and like the different nature of the different types of content on each platform. And they were even like on TikTok, they're like, we don't even get into it because we're perfectionists and everything needs to be perfect. And I was telling them like, man, if I have advice for you on an, on an app like that, I mean, maybe I'm getting too granular, but like, I was like, it is content or it is like quantity over quality. Like if it's not trending, then it's gone. Yeah.
2: On TikTok, especially, that's another good point is to know kind of the nature of each app and like the features Mm -hmm. and everything, because I would say with TikTok yeah. People don't really care about quality too much. Like people are just trying to be entertained. It's quick. So yeah, it's quick. Like if something mm. doesn't catch your attention in the first like two seconds, like I'm out of there, you know? Yeah. So like it really is on different platforms. Like they have different, different like personalities. Yeah. It, like- yeah. Kind of. So I would, I would agree with that for sure. I would mm-hmm. say like a general rule of them will be quality over quantity. But on TikTok, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I don't care how this looks. I don't care if the quality <laughs> is the worst thing I've ever seen. If it's funny, like
0: yeah.
2: I'm in. And so.
0: sometimes the worst quality is funnier, Exactly. Which is really backwards in social yeah. media.
2: Yeah. So it's, it's wild. It's
0: kind of a uh, trolly, you know, to, yeah. to that, that nature is
1: weird. Yeah.
2: Yeah, for sure.
1: Awesome. It's been such a great conversation and, and I know we have so much more to dive into and we're going to dive into a whole lot more on social media and, and actual strategies and tactics and, and future episodes. Um,
0: awesome. We're going to dive right into the digital marketing quick tip. Thank you guys so much for listening and we will see you next time. Today's digital marketing quick tip is to be consistent, whether it's copy, creative or branding. Consistency is key to building familiarity and trust with your brand.
1: Thanks for listening to the Wander Creative Podcast. We hope that today's episode inspired and equipped you to take on the ever-changing digital marketing landscape. If you missed anything from today's episode, don't worry. We took all of the notes for you. Access this episode's show notes at wandercreative.com slash podcast. And could you also do us a favor? Let us know that you loved this episode by following the Wanda Creative Podcast and leaving a positive review on whatever platform you consume podcasts. We'll catch you next time on the Wanda Creative Podcast. And until then, we hope that you make the most out of all that the digital world has to offer you.